Welcome to Drift Radio Jams, 105.3 Baby Baby. Got a new tune for you, Long Haul Drifters. It's called Bangarang in Space. Never heard of it, but we've been getting requests for the past three solar cycles. Here it is. see purplish red beam through space you see this shiny ethereal eh, glimmering steel maybe slightly rattling and humming as it splits through space at an enormous speed the oliphant moves moving faster than it ever has in its entire life catapults towards vest just moments after leaving Absalom Station, we can see in the distance the tear close behind them. We follow a vent from the outside of the transport. We phase through a wall, following the cables, and in through an air shaft, hugging these corners tight. It's about a foot, a foot wide, foot tall. As we round a corner, there's a small squished goblin blocking an air vent. His eyes are closed. And we watch as this goblin breathes slowly. Maybe he's praying. Praying for safety. A loud screech sounds as a bright spotlight shines on the goblin. The goblin cowers backwards in the vent. Please, please have mercy. Rattlesnarp looks down, flea grieve. Oh, stop being dramatic. You literally hid here last time. Offers a hand down, pulls uh, Rattlesnarp out of the, the um, air vent, and Goog nearby says, All right, my turn, my turn. The goblins run down the hall of the ship, uh, <laughs> going to play hide and seek. Another round of hide and seek uh, to burn some time out here. Um, as the goblins rush past, uh, a Terica uh, who is face deep in a uh, data pad. She um, kind of, you know, loses her balance over the goblins as they run by. I tell them, slow down. Um, this ain't a playground. And they run off. Um, she walks over to a door in the hallway of the Oliphant and knocks. Hey, Urson, um, are you in there? I have something I wanted to talk to you about. And as she asks that question, we zoom down the hall into the cockpit where we see a small Death Star vacuum uh, is once again stuck on Dark Star's rolling chair. <laughs> Red lights and error messages blinking all across it. <laughs> Dark Star breathes through his mask and picks up Dusty, rotates him 180 degrees, puts him back down, and bing, the red lights turn green and he begins vacuuming lines once again. As he moves on, PP11 continues to speak to Darkstar about uh, something as he pours him another coffee. And in my head, I have you have like an internal coffee pot in a brewer in your arm and you like pour it out of your finger into his <laughs> mug. Uh, but that's probably gross and you, that doesn't have to be canon, but I just think it's funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, the two up front talking, um, you know, looking out of the, the windshield, 
We phase through the windshield out in front of the Oliphant once again and follow the ship's body down towards a porthole uh, that we see showing Joni uh, using her foot to shut a Mark II air fryer on the counter as she's carrying this giant boat of pizza fries and a large dark drink of something. Um, she moseys down the hall towards her quarters. I'm still pretty beat up uh, from the, the previous uh, few days battle. Uh, maybe some burns, some cuts. Um, she's just looking forward to a snack. Um, sounds of the ship hum around her and it kind of like quietly fades. All of the noise, the goblins, Terika's down the hall and, and PP-11 and Darkstrap in the, the head, the head of the ship, the, like the cockpit, if you will. Um, Joni maybe reaches down, bites in the boat of fries, pulling one out, and the door slides open uh, to her room. Uh, we see this cluttered small room, uh, sturdied, and as she steps inside, the lights flicker on. Um, we see the illuminated doorway from the inside as the lights flicker on. Joni's kind of silhouette standing in the hallway. And Joni, the blood drains from your face and your eyes widen and you drop your drink, splashing onto the floor. Sitting in the corner of your room. A figure points a red star plasma pistol at you. And you hear a hushed voice. Shh. Sit down, Joni. Whoever this is, whoever this foul actor, this bad actor is, they need to understand they're not stuck on this holophon. <laughs> I mean, uh, they're stuck on this holophon with us, not I us mean, with them. Yeah, yeah. I was half expecting, and that's the end of episode And that's 22. the end of episode 22. <laughs> Thanks for coming. 15 minutes, that's all. Uh... I knew, I was like, literally, I almost typed that. I was like, just uh, after I finish this, uh, you know, one or two minutes of Ronnie bullshit, and then we'll get to the episode. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill who is ever there. That's a piece okay. of shit. You flash whoever's threatening Joni. <laughs> Bro, I'm so scared. Yeah, this is very scary. We're gonna, Ursan, in your room, 
You hear a knock at the door, Terika speaks up. Hey, Ursan, uh, you in there? I uh, have something I want to talk to you about. Oh, um, yes, yes, of, of course, come on in. Door opens up. Um, again, in a little white lab coat, our five foot tall um, Braniri, um assistant. What is her title? What do you think her title is on this ship? Uh, director of communications. Okay, <laughs> that's actually great. Our director of communications, <laughs> Terika, stands with a data pad in hand, and she's got these little uh, these little safety goggles on, um, in her white little lab coat, and uh, she she reaches into her her jacket pocket and she says, um, "I swipe that uh, that necro thing uh, from the back like you asked." And she pulls out this little tiny container with uh, black heart in it. Um, and it's this little like slug looking thing uh, that mm-hmm. kind of pulses as you look at it. It's like, like it's alive on its own. Uh, she says, uh, y- you wanted to run some studies on this thing, right? Um, maybe there's uh, something here we- that can help figure things out for your mother. Uh, maybe Darkstar can look at it too. Darkstar, don't you have like life science or physical science? I do, yes. And Ursan, you have it as well? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yes, um, no, I would, I would appreciate that greatly. Thank you. Wonderful. Um, well, maybe we could, you, okay, I do have a question. Do, we do have a science lab aboard, correct? That was what we purchased? I, I think we do, yeah. Because we, you were yeah. working on the Dust Star there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, do you guys maybe grab Dark Star and head in there? Or do you want to handle this by yourself? Or something. Um, maybe let can we can we see what we can find and then if we need to pull in Dark Star, we'll pull in Dark Star. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so she says, Yeah, let's let's see what we can do. Hey, be like old times, hanging out together. Uh <laughs> you were just a wee lad when, when we did that last time, but um happy to do it again. So you guys head on down the hall um with this little necrophage, this black heart. Um, and lay it out in the science lab. Obviously, it's brand new. Still smells new. Uh, maybe Darkstar let the fuse. How tidy is Darkstar? Is he leaving screws around? Uh, I think he's like the kind of guy that picks up after himself, but he might leave some iron shavings. Like he's not going to like shop back the place. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> so after a little bit of maybe brushing off the, the iron shavings, uh, you guys get like a, a sanitary space open up the um, the little container and begin doing some experiments, uh, maybe breaking down the the necrophage itself. Is there anything you think Ursan wants to figure out or something that he's like looking for with this, with this uh, black heart? Uh, I mean, the most he knows really is kind of that list that his dad gave him of some like, right. possibilities. These are things to get. These are things to look at. Um, and so he has that and however much he can understand it. Uh, so uh, and I would imagine that's kind of like why Ursan is asking for help because he doesn't know what to do on his own. Okay. Um, and so I like... Maybe he could figure out some stuff, but I think it's probably a little 
uh, he's he's osmosis some life science stuff from definitely oh, from his parents, <laughs> uh, right? But not it's um, th- this kind of thing is probably just a little over his head. Okay, great. Um, so you're gonna look at it. You're gonna look for very general characteristics. You know, at least with life science, we want to look for characteristics of things. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna try to break down maybe. Uh, things about this that we can find. Go ahead and roll me either a life science or a physical science check. And with this room, it's a basic uh, science lab, so you get a plus one. Ooh. To your All right, well then that's a 15. 15. Okay. With a 15, uh, you, you're kind of looking at it. You guys spend about, you know, 10 minutes or so really going deep into the inner workings of it, uh, just kind of doing a broad note take of everything that you're able to look at. Um, And there's something very interesting about these black hearts, um, but you just can't really put your finger on it. Um, They're dead tissue, but you do determine that they're very resilient. Um, It's like a very resilient organism. Um, Got a high constitution, it's a little bit stronger than your typical flesh. Uh, it's not It's not something that I think that you really have enough knowledge about right now. Um, you're either gonna need to make a check in about a week, uh, or you're gonna have to find someone a little bit smarter than you to, to help with this. Yeah, um, I think that means it's probably time to ask Darkstar. Okay, cool. Um, Terika kind of looks down at it and sees your brain going and, um, you know, you kind of ask her maybe like, you know, let's, let's bring in, uh, another, another scientist aboard. So she runs out and grabs Darkstar. Um, she says, uh, hey, um, Darkstar, hey, we're, we're looking at some of these black hearts. Hey, uh, uh, one, uh, one second, one second. Uh, Darkstar reaches up to his ears, uh, clicks off. His music, he was listening to some um, all right processor, uh, really kind of progressive <laughs> um, new wave rock. And uh, he says, um, Oh, yeah, yeah Tarek, I'll help you. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Uh, we, we're, I'm back in the science lab with Ursan and we're working on this uh, necrophage, this black heart. Um, and we're trying to desert, determine uh, some of its properties. And he said that you might be able to help. Do you have some, uh, do you have a second maybe? Uh, yeah, I, I can look at it. Uh, I don't know how much I'll be able to add. Ursan's pretty smart himself, but uh, another set of eyes never hurt anybody, so. Absolutely. Great. She stands up and kind of waddles back to the science lab. You're both in there now. Darkstar, go ahead and give me, as you look over this thing, either a uh, life science or a physical science check. Yeah. And okay. I think when you, when you come back in, Ursan is like trying to, with his giant bear claws, is trying to uh, prepare a, a slide for a microscope. <laughs> he's got like the two pieces of glass and he's uh, very intensely like holding up to his eye, trying to put it down right. <laughs> and then one of like the top slide like slips through his claws and it shatters Damn on it. the ground. And then there's like Damn five it. more of those around his feet. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, a ton of slides. That's so, so funny. Just Don't worry. Dustar, Dustar will take care of it. <laughs> Dustar's in here already slip, sliding up the, the broken uh, glass. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Ursana. Coming to help uh, take a look at these necrophages. Uh, I was thinking about something, you know. 
I took a beating in that fight with the elemental and I had a lot of time to myself to think and I was I wanted to ask you if you ever came into contact with an awakened gorilla do you think oh you my win gosh. in a fight just one I just wanted to know I mean you know I've been thinking about a lot of things over the past few days but no I mean everyone knows the natural uh, enemy of the bear is the gorilla. We lose every time, actually. It's a hundred percent. It's crazy. That definitely, that's definitely not right. I, you should have some more faith in yourself, Ursan. But anyway, let me take a look at this thing. No. Uh, Darkstar, the very smart man, um, got a 24. A 24, you say? I do say. I say. See? Yes. Okay. With a 24. Darkstar. And uh, did you get the plus one? Did you add the plus one? That is with the plus one, yes. Okay. Very good, actually. So you and Ursan begin combing through this little little necrophage. And uh, you recognize immediately, Darkstar, the... Not only the resilient properties that this necrophage has, but you're able to run a few tests and see that uh, with small incisions, it's actually regenerative. It heals a ton quicker um, than, than traditional flesh. Paired with whatever system is being targeted, you think it's targeting Ursan's mother, you could attach a Blackheart to the corrupted system and you think there's a good chance that with a bit of manufacturing and reconstructing of something similar to a black heart, uh, you could effectively replace the system. And recognizing from what you've heard of about Ursan's mother and how strong her constitution is, you would assume that with some with a powerful enough constitution like that, that she would actually be able to take care of the rest, that her body would fix itself. But with some work with this black heart, you think the restorative and resilient nature of this black heart that, yeah, you could manufacture something. You could work up a formula and create something to help with this illness, hmm. which is huge. That is the highest DC you could have hit. That is, wow. That's insane. Um, Ursan, now I don't have a lot of experience working with necro necrophages, but I, I think we might be able to, to do something here if I had a few more days and some, some more time to kind of figure out what's going on here. We could potentially really help your mom out with something like this. Yeah. Are, you, are you sure? Are you, you think so? I. It's a long shot for sure, but I think that the chances are pretty high, actually. Yeah. Uh, he puts a big, big bear paw on your back. Thank you. I will not forget this. Hey. I told you I was here for you, right? We're in this together now. We're crew. And, you know... All I really ask is that you whoop a gorilla's ass sometime. That's all I really need. I, mean, I don't need any other kind of payment. That's, all, that's really it. For you, Dark Star, I will whoop a gorilla ass. <laughs> <laughs> and and I will say, you know, just to reiterate, 
you are pretty confident. I think you spoke truth there. You're pretty confident that you, this is in your wheelhouse enough to where it should work. Um, it's gonna take some reconstruction. And again, if that's something that you wanna do over the next few days or so in here, um, you can, if you wanted to put some focus on about two days. Um, and yeah, that could be something that you could at least build the formula for. Okay. And you might need a few few small items, you know, in order to make it work, but it's not gonna be hard to find. Sweet. Um, amazing. Uh, we're gonna pan up. We're gonna pan up to the captain's quarters where, uh, well, the cockpit, uh, where uh, PP-11 is flying uh, the ship. And as Darkstar is kind of taken away, Goog pops up and, and jumps on the chair next to you and uh, kind of swivels it around um, and faces straight ahead. And he says, Uh, hey there. Whoa! <laughs> Beep boop. Sorry, you scared, you scared oh, the shit out of me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I uh, didn't, uh, didn't mean to scare you there. Sorry. Um, so how, how, how long you been with these guys, huh? Uh, beep boop. Um, a while. Yeah, cool. I've been with my guys since, uh, we were born. Beep boop, Just like, uh, two weeks ago, something. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, like, like kind the of the same. Kind of the same. Okay, yeah. cool. Nice. Cool. Since you were born. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, um, question, question for you. I don't know if you get asked this a lot, and you don't have to answer at all. Um, how old are you? Your mm. hardware is... <laughs> I don't see a lot of that uh, much anymore. And he's just kind of looking you up and down. And I mean, no offense. I'm sorry. Beep boop. That is a, a great question. It feels like millennia ago. But I don't really know. You, what do you mean you don't know? Beep boop. I, I don't... I don't really know how I started existing. Huh. Um. Huh. Do you think, uh. Again, sorry, don't. Don't let me. Don't answer any of these questions if I'm prying too Beep deep. Beep boop, I'm a merc. You can't offend me. <laughs> oh, alright. Fucking great. Awesome. Uh. Do you think somebody fucked with your head? Like maybe like a memory port or something. Beep boop. Oh fuck. Maybe. That's uh, why I'm out here. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure all that out. Huh. Yeah. I don't know what I'd do if I couldn't remember things. I'm sorry. But, um, if you don't mind, I could, I could take a look. 
beep boop sense pretty tight. I'm down for it. You gonna get in my brain? Uh, not exactly. Um, I'm just more than anything. I want to see if I can let you know if somebody's been tampering. If that makes sense, or if it's damaged, really. So I can kill him. <laughs> wow. Well. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that. Okay, I don't want that coming back to me, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Beep boop, you're right. Maybe maybe I am one want to kill him, but probably we could kill him together. Because <laughs> uh, I'll probably I'll probably want to. I don't want to really answer that, but maybe you know maybe catch on a good day we can kill him together. Beep boop, nice. Okay, you can look. Uh, okay, so how this is going to work is maybe after you're done piloting and you hand it off to maybe Darkstar or somebody else for the evening, he's going to go back and make a ch- couple checks. Um, and maybe we'll be able to get a little bit of insight as to what is going on in PP11's head. Very cool. Amazing. Um, all right. Let's talk about the elephant in the room and get back. <laughs> That's to a bear. The Oliphant. No, he's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> to the to the Oliphant in the room. Also, like it's really the room in the The room in the Oliphant. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the room in the Oliphant. Uh, <laughs> that's actually so uh, good. Okay. Um, we're going to pan back down the hall. To the smell of pizza fries. Spilled out on the floor. In this cluttered small room of Joni's where a red star plasma pistol is pointed at her head. Joni looks terrified. White-faced. Stands shocked with a spilled drink on the ground and stares into the cold eyes of the figure in the corner. Chance, can you describe to me what Joni feels when she sees Miley sitting in the corner of her bedroom? Um shock I think anger and then a bit embarrassed I think are the three words I would use to describe this altercation Can you go ahead and describe for us what she looks like? She hasn't changed much since you saw her last. Yeah, she... Hmm. I would say she looks like longer blonde hair and similar to... I would say she looks similar to Brie Larson in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Okay. So long kind of blonde hair, kind of in two side ponytails. And then as for what she's wearing, I would imagine it's some type of like skin tight 
like pop star looking like suit. Yes, she is wearing uh, exactly that. You know, just like looks looks like a, a superstar, looks like an icon, um, and she stares at you. Can you give me an insight check or a perception check or whatever it is in Starfinder? God damn it. Uh, it is a perception check. That's only an eight. I think Joni's just um, very, very confused. Yeah. Locked in, completely caught off guard, handful of crap, maybe just now dropping it or, you know, just, just locked up, frozen. Um, Miley says again, cocks her head, points to a chair in the corner. Sit down, Joni. Um, she is, Joni is going to, she's still holding the tray of fries. Right. One free hand, you drop the drink. She is going to slide the tray onto the nearest surface. Hands up and slowly sink into the chair. And it's not, I would say, the fear is not from the gun. Yeah. Like, the, it doesn't matter if the gun's pointing or not. It's just the fact that she's here. Yeah. She says, Listen. You and your new little gang are making shockwaves, Joni. She kind of, our eyes are kind of darting around as she says it. They know, okay? They know that you're up to something and they know where you are. If you know what's good for you, you're going to stop doing this. Stop it. Joni, this is... This is way bigger than Titan, Joni. You don't have any idea who you're dealing with. Shut it down. And come home. So what is this like, um... You snuck on to my ship to... Warn me, that's what this is? You're you're trying to help me out? Do me a solid? Look. I I I don't know why I'm here. Okay? I I, I hate you, but I care about you. Yes, I'm trying to warn you. She looks pissed. Joni kinda like leans in from like resting against the back of the chair. As you move, she kind of, you see her like tense up and lean a little bit more forward and her hands kind of like white knuckle around the gun. Yeah, Joni just kind of like hunches over, legs kind of spread wide and leans in. I don't want your fucking help. I think she stares at you back. She says, I don't believe you. You know, I saw you. I saw you back on the bar at Absalom Station. 
and wasn't sure that it was you. But then I saw you leave the crowd. You always leave. <laughs> I always leave. I think we all know who leaves. I've been here this whole time. And ever since you guys left, ever since you cut loose, got a sweet gig that the warden set you all up with, well, I've been out here. And this crew is 10 times stronger than you guys ever were. Journey kind of like slowly, or like just gets up, kind of like turns away and says, get the hell off my ship. Same way you got on, I don't care. She kind of leans back in the chair. She says, you know, I know about this new crew. I know about this new ship, about your new tech. Well, you're not the only one with cool tech, Joni. And you see on her belt, a red dot begin to blink and beep and beep and beep faster. Beep, 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 beep. Go ahead and give me a deck save, Joni. <laughs> a reflex save. Oh my, oh my God. Dude, not Do you have good. Any hero points? Only a nine. Uh, I don't oh. have any hero points. I got a okay. nine. Okay, no. All right. This something on the chair right before, Joni, you see it. As you're kind of backing up out of the way, you see just a second the image of uh, Miley quiver as if it is a some sort of projection and dims as this small little piece of tech that you've never seen before explodes in your room. You take one point of fire, <laughs> not much, but it's enough to create a bunch of smoke and maybe your, uh, your uh, life support system starts to blink in your room. You have to like fan the, the smoke out of your room. But everybody hears it on the ship. I hear this kind of boom go off um, as your door slides open and maybe you fall out, kind of coughing. Yeah. As soon as uh, Ursan here, if, if everyone hears this, uh, Ursan is uh, sprinting that way as fast as he can. Am I on, am I on sticks or is uh, PP-11 back in the cockpit, Zach? PP-11 is still in the cockpit. This is happening. Uh, pretty much right as you guys finish up your stuff. And uh, PP-11, you're talking with Goog right now. All right, yeah, I sprint with uh, Ursan. He's much faster than I am, but I'm running right behind him. Okay. Joni, once she's like out of the room and like clears her throat, she like kind of like hits her uh, comms on her, on her suit and says, Everything's all right. It's all right. Just me at the bridge, as I wanted to tell you. I didn't know Peter and Bradley could just blow up Jody. Better have a good explanation for this. Jody, is someone here? Threat's been neutralized. I'll be in the bridge in like five seconds. She kind of like stumbles down the hallway to the bridge. Alright, we're gonna. If everybody's cool meeting the bridge, we're going to pan it to the bridge, PP-11. Uh, you're going to be able to kind of rotate from your position and be part of the conversation that's happening in the bridge. Um, 
But you all show up. Joni is a little soot-faced. Um, looks a little dirty. Still injured, but you notice immediately that she's kind of covered in a thin coat of ash, almost. I I imagine Joni kind of, like, walks up to the, like, kind of front. And I imagine, like, our, like, bridge is kind of like a war room. That's also what, like, I imagine. Yeah, like it's totally, got a table. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Joni says... Something got on her ship. It was only a small detonation. Remote detonation, but... We have a blind spot somewhere, and that worries me. Joni, you said thread neutralized. Does it sound like just an explosive? What's going on? Okay. I'll come clean. Because now... Sadly, it is a part of all this now. But as you know, when we went to meet with, uh, when we first met with Sinjin, I think you might remember I needed to catch my breath outside that club. Yeah. Yeah, my, uh, my old crew, they were, I get, I thought they were just doing a gig. I thought it was coincidence, but from what I just heard, it appears my old crew, my old crew is uh, on Sinjin's payroll. They sent me a warning to stop it. Stop what we're doing. Stop this mission. But fuck that. What do you mean a warning, Johnny? What's going? What do you mean they were on Sinjin's payroll? Why would they warn us of anything if they're on Sinjin's payroll? They were playing the show. They, at that club with Sinjin, they, I don't know. She hinted, hinted that there's people coming for us or that they're waiting for us. But I just need you guys to know that my old crew is involved. Which means that could be a little bit compromising. And I needed to notify you all that we have somewhat of a blind spot on this ship. I don't know how they got it on. We need to check the cameras, run through that. But I mean, I know we're already we're already hot, but uh, we've got a lot of eyes on us now, more than ever. So, what I'm hearing is that this drop-off location is likely hot, as you said. There's likely somebody waiting for us, and it's likely not going to go well. Is that right? Right. Hmm. Well, as much as I would like to say fuck it all and go on with the job and deal with whatever shit's waiting for us, I'm only one part of this crew. What do the rest of you think? Mm, beep boop. Mm, it's hard. I for mean, me what are you deciding here. between, like, turning around and going home? Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. It doesn't seem to involve 
me personally mm -hmm. too much. As long as we get the job done. But PP11 understands that there's like personal matters that happen in life and is down to deal with people's personal matters as they come. Joni, go ahead and give me a... Um... Do I need to remember something? <laughs> yes. Okay. Like a re not recall or... A... Okay, well, it's not good. I got a natural one, so... Okay, uh, never mind. She's a bit <laughs> tunnel visioned right now. Yes. <laughs> Great focus yeah, on the conversation. Pissed. That's okay. I mean, I'd be That's pissed right. too. But... Her son... Oh, wait. Was it something that Miley said that I need to share with the group? Uh, not necessarily. No. Okay. Now I will say, are there cameras on board? Do we have cameras? Do we get a security system? Do we get locks? Yeah, we, we got the yeah we, we got the super system, lock. Yeah. yeah, we got the one that you has got the super lock. Yeah, we got the mm -hmm. thing that it needs like a, like a bio scanner. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any cameras though? Do you have any like recording equipment on board that you could reference? I would imagine I, we'd have. Let's cider. take a yeah. look at the the oliphant. I mean, you guys wouldn't. But I, I I would imagine in the bridge there would probably be a room in each. You know, because in like the movies yeah. when they're like jumping on, like taking over board, they like cut. Okay, to those. I'll say this. I'll say that there is one camera. <laughs> okay, there's one camera right now. This is a staple camera. Uh, where do you think it should be? Out front. In the bridge, looking down the hall. Uh, yeah, like whatever the main corridor is, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I would say that it has, you know, a recording time of like two weeks or something. Uh, before before we go check that, uh, just in response to, it's like Joni's question. Ever, uh, PP11 says that. Uh, Ursan ponders a moment. I think does a small sign says um I'm I'm too pressed for time to back out now I must complete this job if you wish you can drop me off when we get there and run but I must I must complete the mission Well, it sounds like we're on the same boat. I, <clears throat> I'm saying it's like not a, it's not a fucking decision. Like we're so, we're almost there, right? We just need to do this job, get some BP, buff the hell out of this ship, and we need to find Sinjin. We just need we need more resources if we're gonna take this guy on. And I want you guys to know. That this, what we have, I'm not going to let what happened before get in the way. And she kind of like looks at Ursan. And she like thinks about his mom and like looks at Darkstar and PP11. Quick question, kid. We come into contact with your old crew. And they're standing in our way. There's not going to be any hesitation, right? 
she puts her hand on her katana. Yeah. No hesitation. Also, it's a side note. You might have heard of them. They go by a different tune now. DFX. I don't you know. You guys would know. Your old crew is famous? You would know <laughs> the who hell, they Johnny? are. Why did you, why did you introduce me earlier? I could have got a fucking signature. Wait, she's still on the ship? Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Is that the, just the music group? Yeah. A few years ago, we went by the defects. We were a bit of a pirate radio out of the diaspora. But uh, after a job went sideways in the end, they uh, they got a deal. I refused. It's clear as that. I went on my way, found you guys. They went on their way, found stardom, and I guess into Sinjin's pocket. But you should know we uh, pulled a lot of gigs together. A lot of jobs. They know their shit. Something about old friends in this party just don't get along well. Let's go check out that camera. See if there's anything we can find out about that weak spot you were talking about, Joni. Yeah, let's do it. I'll also do a quick scan to see if I can find any kind of tracking device or anything to find out how they were keeping tabs on us. <clears throat> As you guys are talking, Terika is there. All of the goo, Rattlesnarp, and uh, um, Flea Grieber in there just kind of listening. And Ursan, um, you notice Terika is just shaking. Um, and she... Uh, go ahead and give me a, a perception check on her. Yeah. Well, wisdom is not my strongest suit uh it's an eight eight okay yeah um you you just look over and you just see that she she doesn't look like herself she doesn't necessarily look like she's hiding anything you know yeah. i don't think that's the case but if you guys can recall she stayed on the ship you yeah. know yeah. if somebody got aboard she was probably here when it happened mm -hmm. and that kind of stresses her out um sure. and she speaks up and says, uh, uh, "Listen, um, I'm. I probably am at fault. There's a chance that maybe I didn't lock the door. Or, um, I was asleep. But I'm. I'm. I, from the bottom of my heart, I am so sorry. Uh, how could I let something like this happen?" She's just kind of spiraling. Turka, her son uh, goes over there and just hugs her and says. You have done nothing wrong. Okay. But I, I could have, I mean, I could have, maybe I could have stopped it. I could have stopped it from yes. happening. And perhaps when I was a child, if I had done things different, my mother would be fine. And I would be the sick one. Point is, you cannot change the past, Terika. It is not your fault. And you cannot blame yourself for the misdeeds of others. You feel her shoulders relax. Um, 
she kind of just like buries her head in your stomach and grabs you as far around as she can. I think maybe like, I don't know, a fourth of the way around her son. She just <laughs> says, you're a smart kid. You're a wise, you're a wise one. Thanks. Uh, real, real quick before I respond to that. Uh, do we, do we have reason to believe that this person is or is not still on this ship? Did I we're miss that? In, we're in the drift. There, ha- they have to be on the ship. Still. They have to be. Okay, that, I want to make sure I was, I was, I didn't just like miss something. Uh, yeah, Ursan uh, uh, gives Terika uh, just a, a little parting squeeze. Um, says, uh, and he uh, grabs his spear. I think he brought it with him to this uh, little meeting. It says, now I must go hunt for rats. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and he is going to comb over the entire ship. Okay. Ursan gets to work. Who's going to go take a look at the cameras? I, I am. I, f- I feel like probably with Joni, uh, since PP is still piloting, but I do want to walk over to um, Goog, uh, Rattlesnarf, and Lee Grebe. Um Kind of like lean over, not in a condescending way, but just so I don't have to right. speak as loud. Uh, and say now uh, you three just joined us here and I might might have accidentally signed up for a little bit more than you were hoping for um, when we get where we're going if you decide to part ways with us knowing that we're kind of marked and I see that you've been listening this whole time none of us are going to None of us are going to hold it against you. We'll do whatever we can to make sure you're safe. Just want to let you know that. Okay. Rattlesnarf speaks up. No. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, but uh, as of right now, no, we're, we're here to help. Um, I'd be happy to look through uh, some of these air vents, maybe even. We can take a look inside, see if anything else is, if we're tapped at all. Um, I appreciate it. I must say, even just for the few days we've been together, um, I can tell that you are all good people. So, as of right now, uh, maybe when there's danger, Flea Grebe will uh, respond differently, but I think we're we're on for the ride. And they all kind of nod and they get to it. Um, if you'll let them, they're just going to start popping vent covers and looking through the cable corridors and just making sure there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Darkstar is going to turn around, walk back to Joni to go check out the cameras. And as he's like walking under his breath, he's just going to say, uh, good people. <laughs> I don't know about that, but we take care of our own. But that was like to nobody but himself. He's going to walk back. OK, let's start. Uh, let's start with our son. Ursan, go ahead and give me a perception check as you sweep this ship. Uh, 13 this time. Okay. How are you searching each room? Uh, he's uh, He's got a spear in the ready position. I think he's just kind of using the tip of it to, you know, if there's like a large crate, anything he thinks something might be hiding in. Um, he's just kind of like checking every corner, checking every box. Okay. Uh, looking behind every... 
everything, looking under every bed. Uh, so I guess just like any, any, he'll walks into a room, looks at anything he thinks someone might be hiding in, sweeps the room, and then continues down uh, the main hall to the next one. Okay, very careful. He'll, he'll leave the vent, uh, the vent poking and flipping uh, to the goblins. Okay. Uh, so you take your time uh, with each room. Um, looking under tight spaces, anywhere that a creature, even a small creature, could fit. You're you're pretty you're pretty thorough with your search. Um, you're coming up short. You're not able to find really any life form in the corridors and the rooms and labs. Uh, you can check the cargo hold. Um, and as much as that's kind of a daunting task to look through all these crates of necro or uh, black hearts. Uh, unless somebody, it doesn't look like any of the crates have been tampered with, per se. Like somebody popped a lid and is hiding in a crate or something. Um, we're going to pan over to, uh, you know, as you're searching still, we're going to pan over to the camera system. Uh, and you all are kind of sitting in the bridge at this point. Uh, PP11, uh, Darkstar, and Joni. This is going to be a weird check because it's going to be about how fast can you pan through footage. Um... And and like, yeah, I guess I guess digest it well, right? Like, when are you gonna be able to catch when you see something? Um, That'd be you know. maybe. I feel like that's perception, but like also maybe you could see it being like some weird combination of computers and yeah, perception. Yeah, I'm fine with either computers or a perception check here. Uh, and also, I think you guys are smart enough to know like the time frame. I'm not going to make you through, go through two weeks, you know. Right. But I do think that there was some time that you were working on uh, your, you know, the, the, everybody was out of the ship a little bit instead of, uh, except for uh, Terica. Uh, you guys were all working on the uh, the engine at that point. There you go, Zach. It's in recording studio. Uh oh, what have you done? 31. Okay, a 31. So I'm gonna say Darkstar, Darkstar goes ahead and uh, flips on the security cameras and begins combing. Actually, actually, I would say you set up a bot to find any <laughs> image that does not look like any of the friendlies on board. Um, yeah, and it just scans good. the whole that's footage good. in two minutes uh, and you're able to find a clip at 4.20 a.m. Nice. Blaze it. Uh, nice. The second night that you guys were uh, waiting. Or working on the engine, sorry. Second night that you guys were working on the engine. You see the hallway. Dark. Um, and you see the light from outside the hangar, that dim light that you know, still still a lit hanger, but not as bright as during the day. Um, the door slides open. You see the light hit a wall in the hallway and then darken again as the door shuts behind. Somebody has just walked in. No sound on this video, but you see, you see this figure about Joni's size, small humanoid figure. Um, wrapped in tight clothes, tight dark clothing with a mask on, like a cloth mask wrapped around their face, just enough to see a very small slit 
of their eyes. Um, get on board and begin checking rooms, going in and out of everyone's quarters. And this figure gets to three quarters before going into Joni's room, which you're able to see is Joni's um, quarters and spends a little bit more time. It's about two minutes in there. And then the figure comes out, makes their way back towards the door. Door slides open, shuts behind. Um, I don't know if I can do a check on this, but um, I would assume Joni would have filled us in on maybe not what was said, but what happened in the room. Would you have Joni with like the like the hologrammy almost nature of yeah, like Miley, yeah, sure. and then like the poof smoke? Yeah, I think yeah. Darkstar is gonna put two and two together um, and I can roll to see if I know anything more, but say. I don't think we need to worry about anybody still being on the ship. But I would assume whatever thing you saw on there is a pretty accurate hologram something. And if it's able to so, communicate into the drift, it's gotta be pretty powerful. But I could be wrong, I don't know. Yeah. That, that is what you should be freaking out about. There is nothing that exists with that kind of power. Because Joni, it wasn't a video, it was a feed. Right. Whatever you were seeing was live. That's free. And it, this, this piece of equipment, this small pocket-sized piece of equipment was able to transmit a live feed into a drift. To another plane. Going at yeah. the speed of the drift. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. So, no, uh, for as far as tech people go, you know, your computer expertise and even maybe some, some like engineering in there, it's like this stuff doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And so, Joni, some assumptions about Sinjin and the girls and the greater league at large uh, maybe start to kind of flow through your head that this piece of technology that's on your ship is not the only thing that he's after or has access to. Mm -hmm. Mm. And that should scare you. Damn. Good find. Good roll. Yeah. Ursan's still combing through rooms, peeking corners. Hmm. And the Psh. goblins also. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. Hey, everybody. Uh, there's nobody on the ship. <laughs> No, I've, I've almost I found to say that. I can feel it. She's going to be in this next room. You hear the goblins like through the air vents, like making their way out in a hurry. I imagine uh, like there's like one and it's just like the face of one of the goblins, like, you know, like against the metal, like a lunatic. Just like peeking a, through the grape. Well, no, like, like it's like, could like you slam it to it? Yeah. Oh, like, like, like the cartoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Animaniacs, like, exactly. Yeah. All the way down. Yeah. Dark, <laughs> Dark Star says that, that, that there's nobody there. And then just like you hear a kung kung. And then just one yeah. falls out of a vent. Just <laughs> straight covered in dust. Just kind of straight through the, the ceiling tiles. <laughs> yeah. I didn't find anything up there. Wait, aren't they all, aren't they all siblings? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They literally are just the goblin. Goblin They're the maniac. Animaniacs. Goblin They're the maniacs. Animaniacs. <laughs> That's so oh funny, actually. Um, good knowledge. 
Good stuff. Um, we're going to continue our journey here. Uh, <clears throat> PP11. The days go by. And uh, at a certain point, you're going to hand off sticks to Darkstar. Or who wants to take over? Darkstar will do it. I've got a pretty high pilot. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and give me a piloting check, Mr. Star. <laughs> That's my father's name. Um, 12. 12 is enough. We're handing off uh, the the pilot chair to Darkstar as PP11, you and Goog, um, wherever you sit and plug in, uh, he's going to have a small little tool. Um, he's going to hold it up to you and say, so this isn't anything weird. I'm not going to get into your mind. Um, I'm not going to, uh, you know, stick this somewhere. It's going to scramble something. You can totally trust me. Um, all I'm going to be doing is simple diagnostic on your memory port and make sure that nobody did anything to you. Is that okay? Beep boop. Yes, doctor. <laughs> Ain't no doctor, kid. <laughs> Beep boop. Yeah, I know. I'm also not a kid. You were born like two weeks ago. <laughs> um, I don't have anything to say. Know your place. Know your place. All right. You get comfortable. Um, and like normal, what? The sleeping routine for PP11 is not anything too uh, crazy. You just kind of shut down, power down. What do you do? Yeah, I just power down and okay. stare at a wall. Um, so that's normal. Uh, after the allotted time wakes up, uh, or after the allotted time goes by, you wake up. Goog is still in the room. Uh, the machine has been removed already from your memory port, and um, he's processing the data as it's kind of, you know, he's go he's combing through it, making sure, uh, like, everything on the display is making sense. And... Um, yeah, he's just kind of stuck. He's just kind of stuck in your, in this screen. Doesn't see you wake up. PP11 just goes, beep boop. <laughs> oh. Yeah, looks back at you. I'm awake. <laughs> he looks back at you and he says, uh, hey, um, uh, can you come here for a second? Beep boop. Why, why are you all I, sweaty? Why are you acting nervous? Just maybe you can help me. Just come here. And he does. He looks a little anxious, looks a little sweaty. You come over and look down at his display. He says, look, see here? He points to like a line of uh, code, pretty much, is what you, mm -hmm. you don't, I mean, mm -hmm. oh, do you have a high computers? I have a no computers. No computer. Okay, so yeah, you don't know what you're looking at. He's, you just have what he, whatever he's kind of explaining to you. And he says, this right here, mm -hmm. this should be one of two lines uh, in response. And he names off like the code for like a cleared system, like no no tampering or anything, and then one that's like a corrupted system. Mm -hmm. So that's really all we have to go off of. He says, look at this. And he begins scrolling through this code that's not numbers and letters, but it's like 
runes. Like, there is some sort of distorted something, and it's not a line, it's pages and pages and pages of this something. And he looks at you and he says, I can't make sense of it. I have no idea what this is. I've never seen anything like it. Whatever happened to you, it's it's nothing I've ever seen. Has, has there ever been anything that you couldn't explain that happened to you? Anything you accessed or maybe came in and out of vision? <laughs> nothing this large should be should be hidden, locked away from you. I can't. I don't. I don't understand it. Beep boop. That type of stuff happens like all the time. Uh, a lot of blinking and seeing other stuff. And one time what kind I saw. Of stuff? One time I saw thousands of me. And who? Someone that I think is very important. And potentially my creator. But I somehow. Like in, like in a, how in like other people, how they dream and stuff. I've heard yeah. them talk about like how they know who other people are in their dream. Yeah. Like, like, like you know them, you don't know them, but you know them. Yeah. 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 And I, I knew that this person was like my parent. Your parent. Yeah. Like your mama. Yeah. Your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Gotta say it. My mama. <laughs> sorry, sorry. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> what? Okay. Answer me this. And this is really important. Have you ever done something you didn't want to do? Not, not like whatever happened while you were out there fighting. We all know that's the, 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 you know, the thing that you had in your neck. That's easy. No, something, something else. Have you ever followed orders? It's about something you didn't want to do. Beep boop. Mm. Not that I can remember. Okay. Maybe I forgot about it, but I don't think so. Yeah, you're able to really, you think really hard and that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound right. Like yeah. you, you've never had any, you've never fought like unintentionally followed orders or something like that. Yeah, somebody tries to do that to me. I usually try and beat their head in before they. Okay, nice. Yeah. All right, um, I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, if you'll allow me, I'm gonna spend some time in the lab and I'm gonna do a little bit of research on this and see what I can find. Maybe maybe even use the supercomputer and see if I can figure out what some of this is. But I don't wanna scare you. But this, and he points at the, 
the display. Stuff like this is never good. Uh, you can't really scare me. I, I knew it was going to be weird. Hey, um, you know what? Thanks for sharing this with me. I know that it's kind of personal stuff, huh? Poking around in someone's head. I thought you said you weren't going to poke around in my head. Eh, surface level or not. Still private. Beep boop. I guess that's true. Also, <laughs> I saw that shit you took in the bathtub in fourth grade. <laughs> beep boop. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Fucking I'm, insane. I'm, I'm so... Like fortunate to have an inbuilt camera. <laughs> I can I just replay that whenever I, I sent I sent that one to everyone. Can you can you imagine like coming to someone and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna stick it like I know what you did at this thing in the fourth grade. And they're just like, yeah, wasn't that crazy? <laughs> just like, just deflated balloon sound. <laughs> that would be crazy. You could just like ruin someone's confidence if you just knew like some embarrassing thing they had at a kid. Oh totally. <laughs> We're gonna fade from that scene. Um, <clears throat> a couple days go by. Is anything <clears throat> happening in particular in this downtime? Was there anything left over in Johnny's room from the hologram and explosion, or is it all gone, completely dissipated? It's a good question. Yeah, Darkstar probably is fascinated with the idea of some sort of crazy tech. Um, you go in there and that chair that um, Miley was sitting on is all but destroyed. Um, it is blown to bits. There's stuffing kind of popping out of it. Um, and you scour for any sort of chips or chip fragments or anything that you could glean any sort of data from and it is completely destroyed. If anything, you find like, you know, a scrap of wire or something um, left over. But whatever this is, it, it they put in a failsafe to make sure that you would never get it. Right. Hey, in that uh, case, I'm going to spend all my free time um, working on the um, schematic set or something I were talking about. So perfect. I think Joni asked Darkstar when he's checking it out in her room. Um. Now, I know. I know you have, you know, tech stuff and uh, magic. I've never heard of any technology that could access a live feed to the drift, but could it be anything magical that we don't know? I, I know none of us are really an expert in that area. You know, Julie, I have no God's damn clue. Be real with you. Well, I guess what I'm saying is like, magic. do we oh, go ahead. in the in the scrap in the scrap or, or like in the destruction? Do we see that it's fully technological, or was it some kind of like spell that they casted? You know. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. know. I can roll Again, check. Yeah, there's nothing there, though. Nothing for you, Darkstar. Uh, if anything, it's just going to be what you saw when you saw it, yeah. Joni. And it looked as far as you can tell. Again, great question, but you did not have enough time okay. to determine whether or not it was magical. Because I feel anything, like you can... It just looked like a little device. I feel like at least in one either was like a spell that 
Like you could like throw your image. Maybe it's like some, I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Like if it was like a powerful spell where you could send yeah. your image now, somewhere. And the, I don't know about the blowing up thing. Again, the, the crazy thing here is like even the messaging systems on your vessels, they don't register outside of, you know, regular travel. You have to wait mm -hmm. to get your message. It takes days for transmissions to go by. And you guys are in the drift and you got a live feed from somebody. Right, that's crazy. You know, if yeah, there's it's... magic or if it's something, it's super high powerful, like nothing that you would be. And you guys aren't necessarily like, you know, gods yet. You're not, you're not yet. very high level, but nothing mm -hmm. you've seen and your lifetime is pointing to that direction that that even ex should exist. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm no kid. Maybe there is, but I know far more about technology than I know about magic. So I have no clue. Okay, well, I'll clean up in here at some point. And <laughs> she's now adding, <laughs> I'm subtracting the, the, the meager few HP that I added back in the resting because it is now gone. <laughs> but yeah, Joni. Oh, yes. <laughs> Joni is a uh, the one HP. Yeah. Oh, no, that should take your stamina. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. Well, regardless, I've got it was a I've got exactly you said exactly seven days travel. I've got exactly seven hit points to heal up. So I think Joni's going to rest Perfect. for most of this thing. As Darkstar leaves Joni's room, uh, Joni, watch him as he leaves and the slider closes. As the door shuts behind Darkstar, you're all alone. Joni is, I imagine she's in that like position. She's like on her bed, but like is kind of like curled up like um, knees, you know, up in her face. Yeah, like fetal position on the bed. Yeah, but like it's like sitting up, not like. Oh, okay. Sorry, I yeah. missed that. Yeah. Um, so like resting her chin on her arms, yeah. on her knees. Yeah. And she's kind <laughs> yeah. of like leaned up against the wall. And I think she just kind of like looks over in that area where there's just like burn marks on the carpet. And she uncrosses her arms and she kind of reaches into the pocket of her like oversized, um, black denim jacket and she runs her fingers past the like Titan power logo that's like stitched on like above the pocket and she like undoes like a little yeah. <clears throat> um, button metal button and she pulls out I imagine the the equivalent of a Starfinder Polaroid um, but it's definitely like an older Obviously, everything's digital in space, but it's like it was some kind of photograph taken on an old analog camera. And she just kind of looks at it and you see like four 14 year old girls all in the same kind of uniform and they're in. It's like a selfie pose of Joni taking it. And they're in just this weird, like dark, dim storage closet. But their faces are just like beaming and they're very happy. And yeah. I just think like cutting back to Joni 
burn marks and like scratches and stuff on her face and just a complete 180 different person and just a, like a cheesy one tear rolls down her eye as she kind of angrily stares and focuses in on Miley's like younger self. I'm going to give a hero point to Chance Aww. and to Urson for comforting Terika earlier um, in a way that I think made a lot of sense. Um, good good RP, gang. Um, oh, thank yeah. you. Thanks. We're going to... Time's going to pass. Um, and... Uh, to give some some light onto what you're working on, Dark Star, uh, you're able to pretty much nail down a formula on what's needed. A couple of components you're probably still going to need to to uh, maybe test a few things like on site somewhere. Um, but you pretty much have a full a full docket of what is needed to recreate this like in like light nec- necrophage black heart, more organic actually than kind of this half organic thing. Um, So you're able to really nail that down. Um, And once you, like I said, once you're kind of maybe on a planet, you have some time to really, really get what you need. You'll be able to kind of craft that and see what you you and Ursan could come up with. So good job. Great job from earlier. Um, Days are going to go by. Um, It's been a long one. This is a long drift ride, but it would have been much longer. Um, and PP11, you feel the ship coming to the destination. That's what I'm trying to say. You feel the ship arriving at its destination. (laughs) Reaching climax. I don't know. Altitude. Peaking. We're peaking. lurching through. We're peaking. (laughs) Call back. We're peaking. We're breaking through. Um, (laughs) And the tear opens up drift and emerging we see a space that none of you recognize Vesk 2 in all of its glory in front of you amid that but that's not the first thing that catches your eye the very first thing that catches your eye these massive bioluminescent pretty much whales with tentacles um, that are surrounding your ship uh, who's got mysticism? I do. I do not. A little Give me bit. A I do speak Check. space I do whale. Not. Okay. <laughs> Joni begins to speak space <laughs> Okay, only a na- another natural aid for a 13 total on the mist. 13. Okay. Okay. You look around and do a quick scan. And uh, the science officer... Uh, table you you do a quick scan of the uh the creatures and you're able to locate that these are uh these are pyrozoa is what they're called they're magical beasts uh whose bodies produce this these they have these vents that trill down their bodies that release uh superheated plasma through their pores so they're quite dangerous to be near but they're not necessarily uh, aggressive creatures. Um, 
And there's so many of them that they're almost kind of covering. They're just swarming. You would describe it as a swarm of these gigantic animals. Um, and for the time that it takes you to uh, scan and pull these up, uh, Joni, you're looking out of the front and you see in the distance the winter. No! Rocketing towards Vesk, too. And just as soon as you can call them out, you're receiving a call on screen from the winter one. Do you answer? This is your call, Joni. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was playing through a scenario in my head. Um, <laughs> I was just like, Jody, Jody, the phone is ringing and Joni is staring at the screen. Just staring. <laughs> 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 God. What do I, you well, do? I, yeah, sorry. Okay. Dark Star, patch him through. Roger. Dark Star does a quick, quick keyboard shuffle. The screen. Niva, the Yosoki captain of the Wintermorn, sits in her captain's chair smiling ear to ear and said I can't say I'm surprised to see y'all again I'm impressed you managed to beat us here though <laughs> what do you say we settle with a little race first one through this cluster of fire vented jelly whales and onto the planet is first in line to talk to our bio Joni looks at her crew. You see, as you look at your crew, your eyes dart back to the winter worm. Their thrusters fire up and they begin just bolting through the Pyrozoa. And that's where we're going to end this week's episode at the beginning of a chase. A, a starship chase, if you will. Our, it's kind of an entry tricycle, uh, like... Like uh, training wheels into Starship Combat. Bro, it's literally Ooh. the scene. Here we go. Finding Nemo, where they're going through the jellyfish like thing and they're racing. That's and right. And then one of us is going to get caught. And then it's like, oh, do you go back for them? They're, they're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, the job's more important. <laughs>